Yep, she's very good. Hi, this is Dr. Michelle Stafford here at World of Smiles with our podcast, Mixed Dentition. And today, my guest star is Dr. Alon Manning. Hi. And she is my first person to be a repeat on yes. the podcast. So. Going for a three-peat. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for coming in again. Thanks for having me. And for, I think we should start with, uh, for our audience that perhaps didn't hear the first time around, can you define prosthodontist? So you're a specialized dentist. Yes. So yes. Uh, myself, I'm a pediatric dentist specialist. You are a prosthodontist mm -hmm. specialist. Hashtag overachiever. Yes, hashtag overachiever. A little bit more than <laughs> dental school. Yes. So I uh, finished four years of dental school, went to four years for me for residency. Um, and that's where I learned how to do more comprehensive complex rehabilitation. So patients who are either missing a lot of teeth or have worn down their teeth or potentially were born without some teeth mm -hmm. uh, will come in to see me and we will restore and replace, um, restore, restore the teeth that are there and replace the teeth that are missing. So we do it in a more, I would say, comprehensive, uh, complex type um, scenarios. Nice. Yeah. So as this relates to kids, mm -hmm. I sometimes, not, I wouldn't say frequently, but definitely a couple times a month, see children who are congenitally missing a tooth. Yes. So I wanted to talk to you about that okay. um, as a prosthodontist because <laughs> I kind of manage them and talk to parents and then eventually they make it over to you to yeah. talk about options. Yeah. So it's really helpful as the prosthodontist to get involved in the treatment as early as possible. Um, because a lot of these kids have spaces where either the baby tooth is still there mm -hmm. because the permanent tooth didn't come in, so they didn't actually lose the baby tooth. Right. Um, but that baby tooth is too small compared to what the permanent tooth should look like. Right. Uh, so there's a spacing or a discrepancy between the space that's there. Um, the other thing is a lot of times an orthodontist is also involved to yes. help set the stage for what the smile should look like if all the teeth were present. So it's really nice to be a part of the treatment, even though we're not actually doing treatment for a while on kids that are missing their permanent teeth. Mm -hmm. That way we can work out what the spacing should be, can communicate with other people involved in treatment, can talk to parents about what's to come and what's to be expected. Um, so that way it's not a big shock when they're right. actually ready mm -hmm. to go through the process of, um, of replacing that tooth. And That's great. There's a couple different ways that it can be done. Mm -hmm. um, when someone's in braces, there can be a fake tooth that's kind of added to the yes. wire. Mm -hmm. uh, so it looks like they have a tooth there. Especially when it's one of their front teeth. Exactly. So it's yep. very common for our listeners mm -hmm. out there. It's very common to be missing, if you're missing a tooth, for it to be a lateral tooth or not yep. the very first front tooth, but the side tooth. Yep. In fact, I think that's the most common mm -hmm. uh, missing tooth, missing tooth. that yep. there is. Mm -hmm. Followed by a premolar yep. on the bottom, mm -hmm. the mandibular premolar is exactly. the next missing tooth. So depending on which tooth you're missing, the treatment plan's a little bit different. It is a little bit different, um, particularly when it's, when it's a front tooth, because we all mm -hmm. like to have nice smiles and exactly. nobody wants to go a while without having a front tooth. Right. Um, what's critical with missing teeth uh, from birth, if you will, or the teeth that just don't develop, is you can't really replace that tooth, say, with an implant. Mm -hmm. So the little titanium post that goes into the bone that serves as the root of the tooth and then 
putting the nice pretty crown on top of that. You can't do that until you're done growing. Right. And so a lot of kids go through middle school and high school not having a tooth there. Yeah, so there's hard. a couple different things that we can do in the in-between time mm -hmm. to, to put a tooth there um, until they're done growing and are actually ready to have that implant done. Uh, one of those things is a Maryland bridge. Mm -hmm. And so it's a, a, a little, it's a tooth that's bonded to the back of the two teeth or one of the teeth beside where the space is. Mm -hmm. And so the nice thing about it that we get feedback from a lot of our patients is that it stays in their mouth. It's not something yes, that has to come in and nice. out. They don't have to worry mm -hmm. um, about, uh, you know, they can floss around it and brush their teeth normally and kind of go about their lives. Um, and it's not necessarily a great permanent solution, but it's a really good in-between mm -hmm. um, fix for, for having a missing front tooth. Yes. Uh, for a back tooth, a lot of the time, we'll, we'll try to keep the tooth as long as possible. Mm -hmm. The baby um, tooth. Exactly. Yeah unless it's fused to the bone and it's not actually moving up. So what will happen is the chewing surface of the teeth becomes unlevel. Mm -hmm. And it looks a little more like a roller coaster than this nice flat plane. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it, a um, roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and that can change the bite. It, people can't eat quite as well. Right. Um, and so it, it, that's when we kind of want to go in and actually think about removing that tooth and mm -hmm. replacing it. And there are parents, I mean, I sometimes have kids and talk about, oh, your child's missing that premolar on the bottom. And the parent's like, oh, I'm missing the same one. I still have my baby tooth yep. there. I'm uh -huh. sure you hear this all the time, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, how long do you think those premolars, uh, the ones that are missing, the baby molars, what's the latest research on that, how long they can kind of last? Um, I put you on the spot, but I know you love research yeah. on your research base. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of it depends actually, because um, it varies case to case. Right. Um, a lot of it depends on the health or how much intact tooth structure there is. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if that baby tooth had a large filling or had multiple mm -hmm. fillings, um, then it's actually not going to last right. as long. Exactly. Um, and again, it kind of goes back to where that tooth is in, rel in relation to the teeth beside it. Mm -hmm. For people who, where the, or I guess in situations where the tooth isn't fused, that tooth can last, you know, well into your 20s, 30s, sometimes even 40s. Right. Um, and if there's not a reason to remove it, then we can leave it there and actually restore that baby tooth, right. we can build it back up. Mm -hmm. um, when it becomes a problem, say if it gets really loose or if it gets an infection, right. um, which is kind of the leading reason that, that the teeth would be removed at that late um, or that that stage in the game, mm -hmm. kind of la that late in life, um, that's when you want to be a little more proactive and not just watch it or maintain it. Right. So it's it's kind of hard to say in terms of like the research because it's also varying every it, clinical. There's a lot of variables. It's it's yep. also different person to person. So it's kind of hard to find that standardized group that like everybody's the same all throughout it. Well, I was talking to a dentist this past weekend and he has a daughter who's missing a tooth. And I guess she's like in her 50s with the primary tooth. And yeah. I was like, that is unusual. It is unusual. They do not usually last that long. Yeah. yeah. But it's one of those things that when they are congenitally missing teeth, I like try and drive home floss, floss, floss. Yes, because as soon as they get a cavity, it's all downhill from all there. Downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Maintaining, ma just keeping everything really healthy will certainly help pr 
prolong how long the, the tooth can stay there. Right. And the longer you wait, the more successful any treatment you're gonna do down the road will be, mm -hmm. just because it doesn't need to be there for so long. Um, I, I tell my patients, like the average number of time that your teeth touch in five years is 1.2 million times. That, oh that's a lot God. of use. If you think about like that how often you're driving your car, like that's a lot of use and you take your car in and have it. I love that statistic. Let's yeah. just talk about that again. 1.2 million, million in yeah, five years. In five years. Wow. So a lot of the studies that um, are looking at materials, like if you're gonna use porcelain or if you're gonna mm -hmm. use gold or whatever you're gonna put, put in, um, when they mimic uh, use in the mouth or years in the mouth, they make the teeth touch 1.2 million times oh, yeah. to mimic five years of use. That's amazing. So that's like the standard, the standardized right. oh. um, protocol there. I like that. It's crazy though when you yeah. think about it. It really is. That is amazing. Our teeth, yeah. they, uh, they work hard for us. They do. We're going to take care of those teeth. <laughs> Some people are harder on them than others. Yes. You know, I like nuts and corn nuts and all the I crunchy know, things that. Too aren't necessarily the best, but right. you know, at, at the same time, you gotta live your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think as long as you're eating stuff that's um, more food, it's the candy yes. and the chemically candy, like hard candies yes. and yes. Um, sticky candies. Rocks that melt. Oh yeah, rocks that melt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. damaged teeth the most. It is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's my little soapbox about. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Halloween. I know, it's Halloween coming up. Just make so. sure you're brushing and flossing after you eat all Brush that candy. Brush and floss extra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that's great. Well, this has been very exciting to talk about. Uh, the technical scientific term is ankylosis for teeth that start yes. to sink down into the bone. Yep. Um, and scientifically, this is what I find also very interesting. We don't know exactly why the body starts to do that no there's some theories out there yep but we don't know exactly why i think one of the prevailing theories is that it's it's inflammation mm -hmm. so it's a resorptive or where the the bone or the, the collagen ligament that's around the tooth that gives it its wiggle actually gets replaced with bone mm -hmm. and so it fuses to the root um and from a lot of um teeth that experience trauma right so if a tooth has been knocked out or if it's been displaced um, because you're playing t-ball and got hit in the face with the ball yeah. <laughs> or you take a spill. Um, that's one of the, the things that can happen when the tooth is put back in because that area, those, those cells have been damaged. Mm -hmm. um, and for some people who have a really low kind of inflammatory response, their body's not fighting themselves very hard, they're fine. And for other people, you know, it just tends to flare up and you wind up losing that, that little wiggle to the tooth. Right. And that's definitely when you, you want to start thinking about doing something to, to fix the problem because it yes the, the bone won't continue to move with growth. So mm -hmm. you, you wind up with um, uneven gum levels and mm -hmm. the, the teeth aren't lined up quite properly. And when it fuses, you can't move it. So, right, right. Yeah. Braces will not move it once it's fused mm -hmm. to the bone. So yep. it's there. It's stuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, great. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on our podcast today. Thank you for I having me. Appreciate you. Yeah. And it's always fun to talk to you. I love it. it it's great. Fun. It is fun. And you're my neighbor <laughs> next door. So <laughs> sometimes we get to talk about complicated cases for especially these kiddos that are missing teeth or have had a big trauma or something like that. So. Yeah, I think it's really important that patients, especially 
um, whether it's adults or children with kind of complicated needs, um, to have a really good team in place. Absolutely. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we, we can't do it all. I, I don't right. think any one person can really solve every like larger problem. And so we work with the pediatric dentist, we work with the orthodontist, yes. we work with sometimes a root canal specialist mm -hmm. in cases where there's trauma to teeth um, to kind of all cohesively work together to kind of yes. build, build the plan <laughs> and make sure that each patient's getting the very best care we can give them. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Plus, it's just more fun that way. It is more fun. And then you get all of these smart people working to get the best result for exactly. you. Exactly. So exactly. So yeah. you're going to get the best treatment. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's the goal. That's always the that's goal. That's always the goal. <laughs> and, you know, it's also nice to get different perspectives um, because when you're working with people that are a specialist in their own field, they're going to have more information. Mm -hmm. And for parents of kids, you know, the kids aren't really going to know what's going on or what to expect, or they show up to their appointment, they kind of go with the flow. Right. Um, but parents, I find, are always very inquisitive and mm -hmm. they want to know what the steps are going to be, how long treatment's going to take, yes. what is the downtime going to be, are they going to have to miss school, mm -hmm. those kinds of things. And so when there's multiple people on the plan uh, or that are involved in treatment, they're getting more information so yes. that they can feel better about the decisions that they're making on behalf of their children too. Mm -hmm. And the yeah. more information, the better for sure. Always. Definitely. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks again for coming on the show, and we might have you back again for a third visit sometime. Told you, I'm going for a three-peat here. <laughs> going for a three-peat. <laughs> and thank you to our audience for tuning in today. And remember, fill the world with smiles. But I need to do a wax up. Like, I need to wax, like, the, the buck teeth and, like, make them. So I'm pretty pumped about it. Ha <laughs> ha